0: Welcome to the Igniting Hope podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before.
1: The title of the day's podcast is The Eight Pillars of Leadership, Part One. The Eight Pillars of Leadership, Part One. I'm going to be doing a leadership series. It's going to be three or four podcasts, and and we're all leaders. I wrote this in uh, a foreword to an online leadership thing that I'm doing from September to December, which I will explain here today. Great leaders have great beliefs, great priorities, and great habits. Let me say that again. Great leaders have great beliefs, great priorities and great habits. We are all leaders. And the most important person we are leading is ourselves. As we lead ourselves well by strengthening our beliefs, priorities and habits, our influence will become stronger in our homes, workplaces, churches, cities and everywhere we go. So I'm going to be doing a series on leadership here. And like I say, we're all leaders. We're leading ourselves first. And I have eight pillars of leadership that I'm going to be teaching in a four-month mentorship that I'm doing from September through December, taking two weeks each on the pillar of, of each of the pillars. And you can find out about that at Igniting Hope Academy Dot com At the same time, September through December, if you want Wendy to mentor you in key areas that she has got breakthrough in and the spirit realm, uh, prayer, victorious emotions, she's also doing a four-month mentorship. And Connie Jones is going to be partnering with both of us in that. So again, ignitinghopeacademy.com. And also, just before I get into today's teaching on uh, two of the pillars, uh, I want to remind you that our transformational mind renewal course is starting August 7th, five months. Our greatest content on mind renewal and transformation is powerful. It leads into those who want to become uh, certified belief trainers. And also, remind you that we're doing our online Uh, Igniting Marriages online conference, August 11th and 12th, ignitinghopeacademy.com. Hey, let's get into the teaching today and talking about the eight pillars. Let me just uh, share with you what the eight pillars are. And these are things that I have taught. I use, they're central to the Lord using me to raise up many leaders in different situations and to encourage People who are already leading or are going to become leaders. Uh, so, number one, it's a, the pillar of inspiring and leading yourself. Number two, the pillar of transformational beliefs. Three, the pillar of intentionality. Four, the pillar of healthy relationships. Five, the pillar of speaking life. Six, faith-filled decision-making, seven, the pillar of culture of gladness, and eight, the pillar of empowerment, building big people. So let's talk about the pillar of inspiring and leading yourself. And if you've been listening to podcasts, (laughs) you you might have an idea uh, of where I'm going with this. But this is key in leading ourselves learning how to inspire ourselves. It's one of the greatest leadership skill sets we'll get. David encouraged himself in the Lord, 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. He encouraged himself in a very negative situation. And so leadership is, we're we're thermostats, we're not thermometers. Leaders are thermostatic people. Thermostatic people think, act, and talk higher than the environments that they're in. That's what makes us leaders. We think, act, and talk sometimes uh, higher. Sometimes we think, wow, I I wish it wasn't so dark here. I wish uh, the environment uh, wasn't, it was higher. Well, again, you are in training of how to shift atmospheres, to shift. Uh, in, in environments. And I've used the example numerous times, but I want to share it again about we are like our own coach to ourselves in a locker room. I share, well, yeah, most mornings I wake up, I'm going to say, this is going to be a great day. This is a day of victory. This is a day of breakthrough. This is a day of answered prayer. This is a day of miracles. And, you know, some would say, well, you shouldn't say that, Steve. You should wait until the day is over and describe your day. (laughs) Because what if you say it's the greatest day or it's going to be your best day yet? And it's not. What if you say it's a day of victory and victory doesn't manifest? Well, again, sports teams in the locker room are not pessimistic before a game. They're not saying, well, I hope we don't lose too badly. Let's not get our hopes up too much. Let's not set ourselves up for disappointment because we might lose. No, they understand that even if they do lose, they don't say to each other, hey, that didn't work. No, they understand that they are in a process of breaking the losing culture off themselves, they don't say, "I oh, didn't work." Let's be more pessimistic next game. They don't say that because they understand something, and what they understand is what uh, is a, is a pillar of leadership of 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 inspiring our ourselves and leading ourselves well. And this pillar of inspiring yourself and leading yourself well. It, it, it's, it's part of developing enthusiasm in our life. The word enthusiasm comes from the Greek word entheos, which means to be full of the gods. I felt years ago, the Lord said, Steve, seek to always act more enthusiastic than you feel, because enthusiasm is a muscle. And so as we develop the muscle of enthusiasm, and it's really tied into other uh, cultures like decision-making, when we attach faith to what we're doing uh, instead of doing things out of duty and obligation— as a young leader, I said, I, I can't wait until I do something great. He said, instead of waiting to do something great, why don't you attach great faith to what you're doing right now and it will become great. And so as we believe what we're doing is significant, as we believe who we are is significant, then we become thermostatic and we we learn to inspire our ourselves. And by the way, it, you know, it, it, If we don't learn to inspire ourselves, it will be difficult to learn to inspire other people. Because if we're going to live a life of inspiration, if we're going to live a life of inspiring ourselves, then we're going to deal with the issues that other people need to deal with. (laughs) And, And then let me just say it this way. If I'm not excited about me, if I can't inspire me, if I'm not excited about me, why should anybody else? be excited about me. So as we think about our lives, as we think about our homes, as we think about the workplaces, schools, churches, as we go into those places, and and there's always a reason why we shouldn't be inspired. There's always a reason why we shouldn't be joyful. (laughs) An excuse. But as we overcome those excuses and inspire ourselves in our current environments. They're the training ground for the greater influence that we're gonna have uh, in the future. So that's pillar number one. There's obviously so much more that we were gonna say about that, we could say about that, but I just see over you right now and you who are listening to this podcast or watching it on our YouTube Igniting Hope channel, You're a person who wants to grow. You're a person who is seeking to go to another level in personal victory and in positive influence in other people's lives. And I just see this, that you are getting strategies for how to stay inspired. You're getting strategies. And I stay inspired through uh, making declarations, speaking life over me, speaking my identity, true identity over me. Uh, I get inspired uh, through listening to podcasts like this and key inspirational teachers. I get inspired by being around people in environments and church and other places who are living higher than I am in certain areas. And I see you getting a strategy. One of the greatest things we can develop in our life is a strategy to increase the likelihood that we will stay inspired. Now, the second pillar is the pillar of transformational beliefs. It's the pillar of transformational beliefs. And great leaders have great beliefs, great priorities, and great habits. And I love saying it in that order because as I have great beliefs, you know, if I'm trying to do the right thing with bad beliefs, it's not going to work out well. If I'm trying to be a good husband, but I have a core belief that I'm a bad husband, then that belief is going to work against what I'm doing we can't consistently do what we don't believe we are. Let me say that again. We can't consistently do what we don't believe we are. For instance, if I'm trying to act righteous, but I believe I'm a sinner, that belief will work against what I'm trying to do. By the way, if I believe I'm a sinner, I'll sin by faith. If, if we know Jesus and we've been born again, we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're a righteous person who occasionally may sin. And so the, the, the belief piece, like I've shared the story of Wendy seeking, trying to lose weight. And the Lord says, why are you trying to, Do something you don't believe you can do. So she worked three months on her beliefs about losing weight before she tried to lose weight. And when she started, when she got her beliefs in line, then the Lord led her to strategies and she began to lose weight. I share the story I heard about Joyce Myers, that she early on in her ministry, she was still smoking cigarettes. She didn't want to smoke cigarettes, and but she was addicted to that. And so after she would minister, she'd go into her car, lay in the back seat of the car, smoke cigarette. But she would say, "I'm free from nicotine." And, and so she was even in the process of overcoming an addiction. She got in line with what God was saying and was focusing in on her beliefs. And so this pillar uh, of transformational beliefs and recognizing that Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It doesn't say be transformed by trying harder. The new covenant is moved forward by good beliefs. The question of the hour is not, Lord, what should I do? The greater question of the hour is, Lord, what should I believe? What should I renew my mind with? And I recognize that for most of my spiritual experience with the Lord, I would renew my mind with my feelings and past. I'd get my beliefs from that rather than what he was saying. And so this pillar of transformational beliefs, and uh, we, we recognize that, as a leader, as an influencer, as an influencer over ourselves, as an influencer in our family, as an influencer in our neighborhoods, churches, workplace, that the priority of what we work on is to be our beliefs. It doesn't mean we're not working on other things or trying to even these other pillars that I'm going to share, but we recognize that that is the key, what we spend our time on, what we spend our effort on. We spend more effort to use that language in strengthening and developing our beliefs than we use in other areas of trying to uh, grow. Whoo I mean I, even as I'm sharing this, I'm, I'm just seeing the Lord just releasing revelation. Over you, and, and it's why the great apostolic prayers in, in Ephesians one, Ephesians three, Colossians one—they're focusing in on us getting revelation that the eyes of our understanding will be open, that we'll have the spirit of uh, of revelation and wisdom because it's it focuses in on what we believe, and so this pillar is absolutely crucial. Eight pillars of leadership. I'm going to be, we've we've gone over two today, the pillar uh, of inspiring and leading yourself. And secondly, the pillar of transformational beliefs. And again, I'm going to be doing a four-month online mentorship, one or two hours a week, It's going to be $55, but if you can't afford it, let us know. $55 per month membership and for mentoring. And it's going to include a weekly video, two podcasts. Uh, Every other week, we're going to be doing an online Zoom meeting. Connie Jones will be joining me. So that's coming up. That's not for everybody. Some of you, you're just going to be uh, these podcasts that I'm going to be doing today that you're listening to in the next few weeks are going to be what you need. But others of you are going to say, I want more of that. I want more. I want to learn more about inspiring myself. I want to learn more about transformational beliefs and the other uh Pillars that we're going to share. Well, then that this four-month mentorship uh, is for you, and it, it's like working out at a gym. You're going to work out these leadership pillars. You're going to get them stronger, and it's going to lead into something we're going to be sharing that we're going to be doing uh, starting in January—an academy on leadership online that's going to be so powerful. And I believe these concepts uh, are well worth the investment of time and money because they've changed my life. They've changed so many other people's lives. The reward that's going to come in in just in fulfillment, emotional health, even financial breakthrough, I believe will more than uh, pay for the investment of those who do that. So, yep, that's coming up. And then Wendy, my wife. So many of you love her. She's got her own four-month mentorship that you can look at and see the details of that on ignitinghopeacademy.com. Hey, wow, just so blessed that you would listen to this podcast. If you like these, why why don't you tell somebody else about them We have so many podcasts that are available that you can listen to to encourage yourself. It's amazing. Hey, we're here at Igniting Hope Ministries to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And as I even talked about that second pillar of transformational beliefs, here's the thing. Increasing hope is the evidence that we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. Our hope level is the indicator of whether believing lies are truth. And so as we go even after our beliefs, then we use a lack of hope as the indicator that we're believing a lie about whatever we do not have hope about. There's no condemnation if we don't have hope, but if we don't know what our problem is, we have a real problem. And so our, our hope level determines our influence level, and he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, too, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle, we need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> And, you know, for pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. And, you know, but I'll tell you this. I've really never found a convenient time to be radically joyful. Certainly there's events that happen and and we will become very joyful. But to be consistently joyful, I've never never found a a time. Because there's always something. Why today is just not a good day? You know, whether there's a personal weakness that we're disappointed in ourselves about, whether it's a relational challenge or or situation, or somebody close to us uh, that's just not doing well, or or we're not connecting well with, or financial challenges, health challenges, national challenges, media, negative news, and yeah. And I thought, well, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. No, I need strength right now. You need strength right now. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. The Bible says a merry heart is good like medicine. And a merry heart, a cheerful heart, laughter. You can do an online search and you're going to find the health benefits of laughter. (laughs) And so I say right now, This is is the day to stir up the joy of the Lord. You can do it through thanksgiving by focusing more on what you have, by being grateful for what is working, what is happening, what you are growing in. And then also by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, the delighter is delighting with outcomes that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened. The delighter is delighting in a time of disappointment, and it's a key because the delighter is the rep, the delighting is a representation that we are passing the test in this season that we're in, and we have and it's the key to developing the character to even properly steward the desire that will be fulfilled and the outcome and the prophetic and the prayer being being answered the delighter says woohoo i can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life lord i'm so excited to see what you're going to do in this area Uh, that I'm disappointed in myself about. I can't wait to see what you're going to do. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in this family member's life or in this situation. I'm so excited, Lord. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation. Delighting is the opposite of the spirit of heaviness. And by the way, the Lord is breaking off spirits of heaviness right now off of lives. And before I close, I've got a few things that I'm sensing prophetically for the Igniting Hope listener. And, and I, I'm I'm hearing this. The book of Philippians is a key book in this hour, especially Philippians chapter 4. But the whole book is key. I'm hearing that there's a relational challenge that, some of you are having, and here's the word that I'm hearing. God is giving you a, a gift of faith towards that challenge, and he's giving you another angle to approach that situation. I'm hearing these words, there is always a solution. One of my favorite declarations, there's always a solution. And, and the way the brain Operates If the brain doesn't believe there's a solution, it won't look for one. And the Lord, it doesn't matter what's happened, whether you've just lost your job. It doesn't matter if uh, you're in debt. It doesn't matter if you've just had uh, uh, something break down and that's going to cost a lot or there's a marriage crisis. There's always a solution. First corinthians 10 13 is a verse uh, for that um, i'm also i'm i'm hearing that the lord is is just really breaking off perfectionism and and negative comparison off of listeners right now perfectionism and negative comparison i'm hearing that somebody who've who you feel like you've failed greatly and you you you've done something that wow that you just you just wonder if you're ever going to recover from i want to say this that sometimes it 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 gets worse before it gets better and i believe a word for you if that if uh, you believe i'm speaking to you right now that you're going to look back on it and you're going to say that was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it caused me to get breakthrough. It caused me to humble myself. It caused me to, to pursue a deep healing. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, all things truly work together for good for those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. Wow. Thank you so much. And we have been ending our podcast by asking you to pray five seconds. You know we've been doing that for our igniting hope ministries and we've appreciated that and we've felt it but I want to I want to shift this and I want you to pray 5 seconds for your nation whatever nation you're a part of and I've been modeling this because 5 seconds of prayer where we attach faith is more powerful than 30 minutes where we don't attach faith, where we're just praying. And, and, and so here's why I want you to pray for your nation. And I want you, when we're done with this, we're going to enter into a time of thanksgiving for what you prayed for. But some aspect of your nation, for the leaders of your nation, for the uh, educational system of your nation, or, or whatever it is, the Lord's going to give you Direction. So right now, just pray for your nation for five seconds. Thank you. Yeah, we took a, f- a few more seconds. Now, just thank him. Thank him uh, out loud if you're able to. Just, oh, thank you, Lord, that you're strengthening President Biden. Thank you, Father, for a revival in America. Thank you, Lord, for integrity in leadership. Thank you for uh, just strengthening the churches. Thank you. woohoo <laughs> Hey, if you're blessed by our podcast and you ever wanted to just send us a testimony of what these podcasts are, are meaning to you, we'd love that at info at ignitinghope.com. And if you ever want to sow a financial seed into Igniting Hope, that's such a blessing as well. You can go to ignitinghope.com and for that. And our website, you can just look at our website. And if you're not signed up for our newsletter, we'd love for you to do that. We send out a blog on Mondays. We send out uh, something concerning resources or events or courses, something we do usually on Thursday. And, um, you know, occasionally we'll send out an extra uh, email as well. We we definitely aren't, don't want to fill your inbox, but we want to have you stay connected and we'll tell you where we're traveling. I'm going to be in San Francisco this weekend. I'll be in Taiwan uh, in um, August as well. Going to be in Montana in August. I'm doing a Wealth with God um, uh Ministry of uh, ministering there in Columbus, Ohio in September. be Wendy and I will be in uh, Richland, Washington in October. I'm going to be in Germany in October. And we're just blessed. We'll be speaking here in Reading on Sunday night, August 13th. I believe that's the date, Sunday night. That will be on YouTube as well. Wendy and I will be speaking. So if you're in the Reading area, you can come and listen to us. Thank you so much. God bless you. These eight pillars of leadership. This is part one. Part two will be next week.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.